Well, from dawn till dusk soon, pedestrians walking along Ōtepoti Dunedin's central George Street will be serenaded by recordings of native manu, or birds, who dwell in the city's town belt. Artist Vicky Lenehan has made the recordings for a work commissioned by the Dunedin Dream Brokerage as a platform project where artists are invited to brighten up the city's CBD. A $6,000 grant has made this sound installation possible. Well, Vicky, who's also a radio presenter on ORFM, says the work is both a metaphor and a call to, a- to action. Kia ora, Vicky. Welcome to the programme. Thanks for having me. Um, first, which iwi do you whakapapa to? I'm Naitahu, Kāti Māwe and Waitaha. I'll get you to, to talk us through, if you, if you would, the name. I think a name of an installation like this, especially when you're wanting people to really think about it, not just in, enjoy the bird song, is really important. So can you talk us through the name that you've gifted the installation and its meaning? I've purposely uh, not translated the title of the work to Atu to my here, Kamanu Kitamanahiri. I think at this this point in um, our, our nation making and our national identity, it's um, it's incumbent upon the curious to do that Google research that we all do when we come across something new. In fact, it's um, quite the zeitgeist. I see that uh, there's a new TikTok doing the rounds of the comparison of learning a new French culinary term but feeling resistant to learning a, a simple greeting in Te Māori. So, tu atu tu mai. It's a my turn, your turn, call in Porphyry, um when visitors and uh, hosts speak to each other. He uh, karakamanu, call of the um, birds. But really, uh, it's actually a, a, a vague reference to um, a device that our ancestors used to lure birds in. So it's like a bird call um, in metaphor, but also in practice. Like when we go duck shooting, we take a, um, a duck sounding whistle with us. And obviously, uh, I think most New Zealanders now know that manuhiri means visitors or guests. And of course, that is another um, oblique reference to birds. I know you live near bird calls. What was the, the, the starting point for this idea, Vicky? Well, it started actually oh, well over, my gosh, 2007, far out, that's so long ago now. Um, I graduated from the Auckland University of Technology School of Visual Arts uh, back then, and my graduation project was um, a rather complicated installation that uh, well to make, but um, in essence, it was inviting people into a space that had been prepared by cleaning, and um, the work itself was a bit of a, a karakia. Uh, uh, and as people entered that space, they were serenaded by the sound of tui. And uh, in the back of AUT there, that's the most densely populated uh, street in the whole of New Zealand, uh, there were no birds. And during the uh, duration of that installation, the city birds came looking for who, 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 who was making that sound? And, and um, accidentally, we ended up with birds actually coming into that space um, and um, reoccupying the space that was there before humans had created the concrete jungle. So uh, for me, that was incredibly successful, um, not just welcoming people into the space, but also the first thinking inhabitants of that space, our manu. I was just and wondering... Always wa- oh, sorry, there you go. No, no. Uh, um, I've always wanted to do that back home. Um, we, My family and I returned to Tuaponamu in 2011 
it was time to bring the boys back to our Tūraka Waiwai. And I've always had a thought that George Street was a dead sitter for a redux of this installation. It, um, it's a very busy space with cars and um, commercial transactions, but not a lot of evidence of what was there before colonisation. It's very quiet on the bird front, except for uh, when rumours of starlings come by. And um, I'm, I'm the first person to admit that I'm not a fan of starlings. Horrible creatures. <laughs> but still, uh, this is a fantastic opportunity to um, bring the sound of our native manu down out of our verdant suburbs. The suburbs of Dunedin and the hillsides are filled with the sound of native manu. I'm very fortunate to live in a particularly noisy part of town, up in Ōpoho. There's uh, so many, so many native birds up here. It's well, I was kind of hoping that you'd get some sounds of it today, but they've decided to go quiet on us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> your window's open. I wondered then, I Vicky, will this, given that as you say, George Street is busy, there's a hustle and bustle and the traffic noise, etc., and the traffic lights and all of that kind of thing. Is it is it going to be a competition? I mean, will the Manu have to fight to be heard? How is this going to work? Well, it, it, my intention is that it's quite subtle. It's um, you catch more flies with jam, don't you? That uh, bashing people over the head with a concept is a pretty surefire way to get them to resist it. So, really, it's an invitation to experience it rather than then forcing it upon people. Uh, it won't be super loud, but uh, I think um, I suspect the birds have got better hearing than us, so they might hear it before we do. There's information here too, and this is one of the things I love about this actually. You've got um, QR codes of all things and flyers. So you're wanting to encourage people who are interested, whose attention you grab through this, to learn more. And I guess this is partly where you say this is a, it's, a, it's a call to arms, you know, a call for action. It, not just in the sense that uh, we don't see any evidence of our own creative stories in the main street, um, that while uh, Mana Whenua, um, local Māori, are working very hard with DHB and regional council and city council to um, avail themselves of opportunities to reinsert our creative stories back into our CBD. Um, there's also an opportunity here for people to realise that there is an absence of what we really value in our suburbs in the centre of our lives and we spend hours in the city and you know the biggest employers in the city are down and on the flat and and amongst all of that like you say that competition for um the indigenous voice so it really is an opportunity for us to to take up that word or take up that challenge and think about how we can encourage uh, a re-indigenising of the space not just creatively but also with the species flourishing in the centre of town too so Vicky, I was thinking thinking about this, and you mentioned the gestation is a very long period of time, but I was thinking also the timing of this is quite beautiful because one of the very few silver linings of the last couple of years, you, you remember people talking about how when they were in lockdown at home, they were hearing and seeing birds in, in, their, in their gardens or going for a walk around the neighbourhood, as you were saying, and, and seeing and experience and listening um, to birds that they never realised had been there and certainly not in the in the kinds of numbers. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, I think people are more attuned, perhaps, to, to bird I calls. hope so. And I, and I think actually Dunedin people are, are very much in behind. They've got um, a really healthy predator-free program happening in Dunedin 
um, collaborations between regional council and DOC and uh, different phases of that project, um, possum trapping and uh, rat trapping, and we, we have terrible problem in our city, so every night we're throwing things at possums and rats at our place. No, there's a, it's the flip side to having um, a fecund garden is that the um, introduced species are happy and proliferating as well. So that in, in particularly in Aupoho in the Northeast Valley too, there's um, more than an average number of domestic cats and um, we're a bit naive about what they get up to at night. They, they do cause quite a bit of damage. Um, I have to admit that much as I love our cat, he's going to be our last one. <laughs> we need to walk the talk in this family. Will you be down there? I mean, it's it's very soon that you'll be you know turning on the the system. Will you be down there and interested in how people react and respond? You know, those who do hear in between the cars and the the traffic lights and the noise. You know, those who hear something perhaps haven't heard the story of your installation going in and seeing how people respond because they'll be looking up <laughs> and looking around. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> I hope that I hope so. I'm I'm interested in in measures of success um, in a um, conventional sense of um, word of mouth and uh, people coming into the both the Dunedin Dream Brokerage um, headquarters too, but also the um, George Street Redevelopment Project headquarters when it um, finally gets up and running because this platform project does have. Uh, an ulterior motive in, in encouraging people to think about how George Street might look, taking advantage of the infrastructure replacement that has to happen. So there's just literally eons of layers of um, information there underneath our feet and we, we really only see one particular layer. And George Street hasn't always looked like this. I remember the uh, bricks being laid in the early 90s and the great furore that happened. It was, oh, there's been, over the time that I've lived in Dunedin and the different um, eras of my life that I've lived in Dunedin, one thing remains the same, that people are very reluctant to to uh, to see change happen. The other thing that happens, of course, is that when it's a good idea, people are very, very uh, quick to embrace it and um, talk about it. So I'm hoping, hoping that this very gentle, subtle, and, and maybe a bit of a surprise too, because not everybody will know that this installation is going in before it does, that uh, there's some, some sea change. So much to look forward to. Mihi Nui, Vicky, thank you so much. Uh, Vicky Lenehan's To Atu To My He Karaka Manu Ki Ka Manu Hiri will bring birdsong to Dunedin's George Street from tomorrow. Wish I could be there.